Welcome to Preston's Super Show. News, sports, and a whole lot more. It's the Super Show, baby. Warning. This show contains material that is only suited for patriotic audiences and people who have a backbone. If you like God, guns, and glory, you're listening to the right show. Sit back or carry on and enjoy Preston's Super Show. and super show and we are back early morning early bird gets the worm make sure to check out oddmanout.ninja and as always we are live NFL week 2 huge slate of games I mean huge and there's some really good eye candy on all the sports books right now so i'm gonna help you bring that into focus what we're gonna do is break down every game we're just gonna talk about every game and just kind of shoot the breeze on it let's look at uh denver broncos versus jacksonville jaguars that's gonna be good now you you're probably thinking the jaguars are gonna get blown out but they're at home Denver normally practicing, playing, and uh, a little bit higher altitude. Could be tricky there. So there's a minus six line. So look out for that. That that could be a trap line. Um, Because it could end up being close. Because something happens on game day where teams actually come and they bring it. They really bring it on game day. Uh, In the the pros, you're looking at teams, but... You can't just take them for face value. It's more than meets the eye. But I'm siding with the Broncos in that one. I definitely think the Broncos will win. I like Teddy Bridgewater um, quarterbacking for the Broncos. And I, you know, Trevor Lawrence is impressive. He does good things. He can run with the football if he has to. But as far as their running game, it's really fallen off. And the Denver Broncos defense is really underrated. They can make stops. And I think they're going to cause a lot of headaches for Jacksonville. Like if I was going to handicap this game, I'd be looking at that first half of the Broncos to cover. Because at the end of the game, you could get Jacksonville come out of halftime and Trevor Lawrence plays inspired. You know, Teddy Bridgewater is known to kind of waver in games. So you got to be careful when you're betting with the Broncos. And and you never really want to be betting on the Jaguars. Um, so pick your spots. That's what the gambling is about. You got to pick your spots. Do your homework and pick your spots. But I would be on the Broncos to win. I think they will win that one. Um, 
and they just have a lot of weapons, right? You got Jerry Judy, a receiver. Um, you have Cortland Sutton, who we thought would get involved a lot, but wasn't really involved last week. But you have playmakers on Denver who Bridgewater is able to get the ball to, and they're impressive. Um, Melvin Gordon is still carrying the backfield. The, uh, the, the rookie running back that, that has come in there, he hasn't really shown that he's going to take the position like I'm hearing everybody talk about. So let, I just am sticking with Melvin Gordon. Like if you're playing fantasy, stick with Melvin Gordon. Don't mess around with that if, if you have both uh, the Broncos running backs. But Noah Font, uh, able to throw the ball to him, uh, that will really open a lot of things up if they can get the tight end involved. And Bridgewater is a game manager. I've heard that said. It's a little bit of shade, but in the NFL, you take what you can get. And I think Bridgewater's doing a really good job so far. I mean, we're only one weekend, so this is week two, but in that first game, it looked really good. I don't want to spend too much time because we were really talking about the Jaguars. Their defense has not improved. Their run game's lacking, and they're pretty much just letting it Trevor Lawrence do whatever he needs to do. So next, uh, we have the Buffalo Bills versus the Dolphins. This is a game that's not going to be easy for Buffalo. Like, I like Buffalo here. I think Buffalo does a lot of the right things. You know, they don't always um, have, like, the impressive games when you watch them. Like, so they just kind of methodically are going through their, their progressions, kind of going through the motions type of team. But their defense is solid. So they're coming in, into Miami, and Miami likes to make it a physical game. Like, they want to make it physical. I think Buffalo's fine with that, um, especially on the offensive side of the ball. You've seen Singletary running the ball last week for Buffalo, and he was explosive. He was good. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure you got what you needed out of him for fantasy. But when you look at uh, the other side, like Gaskin, he hasn't really got it going yet. So this could be the time where he gets it going. It's going to be really hard against the Buffalo defense. Stephon Diggs, you want him to get it going. And then on the Dolphins side, they want Devontae Parker to continue to have success. So there's a lot of moving parts. There's... Nobody out right now that's going to factor this game. So this, I'm going with Buffalo. I see 84% of people pick Buffalo on ESPN. Uh, picks can pick them. But I just, I think Buffalo is the better team. I think you have a really young quarterback. Even though Josh Allen's a young quarterback, he has, he's a lot more seasoned. You have Tua in there who I really like. But he's... You know, when you're picking the Dolphins right now, that's a Hail Mary against a, a solid team that was just in the uh, damn near the Super Bowl last year. So I'm looking at Buffalo. I'm thinking they're going to they're gonna be strong here. And I think a lot of it is going to be their defense. This is an under game. You got the under sitting at like 48 right now. What are you going to do with that? You cannot go over because... Then you're expecting one of these defenses to fall apart. 
that's unlikely for Miami being at home. Just because they in that weather, in that environment, they just play really well. Um, and they showed you that last week. But then you have, on the flip side of that, a Buffalo team who stuttered last week. And now they're looking to come out strong. They had this long trip here. So they're going to come out strong. I mean, if they come out flat, I'd be very surprised. I'll tell you that right now. Like, Buffalo comes out flat in this game. I'm going to be surprised after you guys lost your last game and now you're taking a trip to Miami. And the weather's nice in Miami. So, for me, this is a win for Buffalo. Josh Allen's going to get it done. Devin Singletary's going to get the tough yards. Now, oh man, there's just so many good games. There's literally so many good games. Next, I'm looking at the Texans versus the Browns. And I got to be real with you. I'm not the biggest Browns fan. Like, I love Jim Brown. Like, he was one of the greatest running backs ever. Maybe the greatest running back ever. Could be. But I just have not never been, like, an end of the Cleveland Browns thing. And, um, like, I respect them as a team and everything, as a franchise. I'm just not a big fan. And the Houston Texans are a team that gives you a lot of, a lot of flash and a lot of flair. Like, with their colors, they have nice jerseys, nice everything. But this is a game that people are overlooking. Like, you can get a lot of points on Texas right now. Right now in the Houston Texans, you can get plus 13. That's almost two touchdowns against the Browns. Now, the Browns lost last week. The Browns, awful loss, at home, crowd fucking fired up. And here come the Houston Texans with Tyrod Taylor at quarterback. That's a, that's a disaster for the Houston Texans. Like, yeah, you guys beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. Sorry, I'm not impressed. Like, I'm just not. Like, show me, show me you can beat the Browns, and then I'll shut up. Then I'll give you that respect. But... You have Tyra Taylor quarterback, and I'm not a believer in Tyra Taylor quarterback. And they have, and the Browns have Baker Mayfield. It's really not close. You got Nick Chubb running the ball. He's already got two touchdowns this year in one game. But there's a, like, the Texans have explosive weapons. So, like, look at the Texans team total. Because I'll tell you right now. And we'll, we'll go look at it right now. We'll go look at the Texans team total on Barstool Sportsbook together. Right now, we'll go look at that. Because I'm telling you, they will not win against the Browns. But they can score points. And on top of that, let's, you know, Tyra Taylor, if they if he doesn't work out and the coach is like, all right, I'm going to try the next guy out. This, the weapons are still there. Phillip Lindsay. He can always uh, do work. Mark Ingram's back there. It's a Houston, Texas team that people are sleeping on, but I would be looking at their point total, not to cover the total for the game, because it could get ugly. It could be the Browns' dominant win. There's dominant wins in the pros, where teams go and score 48, and the other team gets six. You know what I mean? So you don't want to be trying to chase a plus 13. You see what I'm saying? But we go to, uh, right here, I got the book open. We'll flip over there. Because there's a, like I said, there's a lot of eye candy. 
over 16 and a half. They'll cover that. Minus 121 odds for the Texans to have over 16 and a half points against the Browns. Now, the only thing you got to watch out for is the Browns' defense is actually pretty good. But they're pretty good. But I think the Texans are... Uh, they have some life. There's some life with the Texans team. And I think people over, are, you know, kind of overlooking that. So that is a really solid spot right there. So I definitely like that. That's a beautiful spot. They do have David Johnson back there running the football. I mean, the weapons are there. And the Browns are coming off a loss. You know, we're, we got you got to wonder about the focus right now. How how well are they going to come out? Can the Texans kind of slip by? You know what I mean? And and get the get some some kind of sneakier scores, but field you know field goals, touchdowns, they all add up. You need 17 points. I like that minus 121 odds. I'm gonna roll the dice on that. I'll put us. I'll put a you know just a side bet on that just a small unit on that that on the show we'll come we'll do that right now and i'll put uh the texans are going to score over 16 and a half points that's my bold prediction that's my bold prediction for this uh today for for sunday's games on the 19th or september 19th very nice very nice yeah i think i think the browns pull away possibly cover that minus 13 you know uh towards the end of this game then we got a game that's really fun the Bengals versus bears at soldier field and this one's kind of all over the place i think a lot of people were favoring the bears first but then after kind of soaking in what happened to them against the rams on uh monday night there or not monday night but uh sunday night there then that kind of made uh, everybody kind of wince a little bit. Like the Bears don't look good right now. I mean, a lot of teams didn't look good in Week One. It's Week One, you know, and you kind of understand why teams need to play in the preseason, like need to play their guys in the preseason more. You get to kind of see why because it come out flat, like a flat soda. You know what I'm saying? Like a soda that's been sitting out forever. But I mean, this line was like three and a half plus three and a half for the Bengals. And I don't see how you can go against the Bengals right now with Joe Burrow at quarterback and all these weapons. How do you go against him right now unless he's playing an elite defense? And even then, I mean, the Bengals have made some moves here. This is not the Bengals team of last year. This is a different Bengals team. This is not the same team. And they look good in that first game against uh, the Vikings there. They look really good. Like they started off and you were kind of like, huh, they, they look, they look all right. And then at towards the end of the game, you're like, damn, they pulled off the win there. So yeah, I definitely like, uh, how the Bengals are looking right now. And they're rolling in Soldier Field with a good vibe on that team. Like positive vibes all around. T Higgins. Um, he's, he's awesome, man. T Higgins is great. He was great in college, too. And Joe Mixon, like, with the over 100 yards rushing in the one game, 
That's impressive, man. Like, for a guy that's been held down a lot of his career, um, you kind of ripped on by the media a little bit. He really showed up in week one against the Vikings defense that was fairly healthy. And now we'll get to them later, but the Vikings are, are, are not going to be good this week. They're not going to be good today on Sunday. September 19th, Vikings will not be good. Uh, uh, you'll see. You'll see. But uh, the Bengals, I, I got them to win this game. I think they'll win. I think they're coming to Soldier Field. I think they beat the Bears. I think the Bears fans are going to be upset. I think they're going to be really mad because I think what's going to happen is they're going to put Andy Dalton in there. He's going to have some success. But what's going to happen is their inability to just move the ball downfield because of penalties, because of pro- just like they're just an inconsistent team to begin with. Then you throw all these different, you know, guys on there on the line and you have a running game that's just unpredictable. Like Montgomery was good, but it's not enough for Montgomery to be good. Like he's got to be good in the running game and the passing game. And that's got to be an every week thing. And that's just a, a tall ass for the Bears. Like they couldn't cover the plus nine against the Rams. I mean, I don't see how they covered the minus uh, one and a half one against the Bengals. It's going to be hard. If anything, and they, and they, if anything, and they do, the Bears do win. They win by a small margin, like they win by a field goal at the end. Like that's what I really see for the Bears this week. Like I do think they're better off with Justin Fields at quarterback after what I've seen from Dalton, because I just think Fields is not afraid to run the ball for the first down and just get the first down. Like, he's not like, oh, I'm going to try to, you know, take off and get fancy. Nope, I just want that first down. Okay, now I can go back to being a quarterback. You know what I mean? But sometimes you see Dalton and you're like, you don't have that X factor. That if the Bears had that with Fields, that game against Rams would have been different. Because Rams would have had to account for that quarterback being able to run. Because it's good when quarterback uses it sparingly. It is. But when a quarterback relies on it, it's... It's only going to get him hurt in the long run. So when quarterbacks are running sparingly, it does work. And Justin Fields is, I think, that type of quarterback. So um, if the Bears do put him in against the Bengals, then you really have a game. And then the Bears have a chance to win. But th- they still, to me, will win by a small margin because that defense, something's up. Cat's out of the bag with the Bears' defense. Hate to break it to you, but the cat's out of the bag. They, they're not the same. Then we like uh, 49ers-Eagles. And this is a game, another game people are overlooking. Like a 49ers versus Eagles game is very, it's intriguing to me. That's an interesting game to me. That's still noon. That's a noon kickoff. There's a lot of, these are all noon kickoffs we've talked about. All noon, all noon kickoffs. Back to up here. Yeah, I mean, you got the, uh, the 49ers. They're coming into Philly. Tough place to play. Daytime, though. Nighttime Philly's harder than daytime Philly. But it, uh, it, it won't matter. That won't matter too much. I mean, it matters, but it don't matter that much. Uh, but nighttime Philly, definitely tough to play at nighttime Philly. But in daytime Philly, 49ers will, will do a lot of work. Like, count on them to do a lot. 
I count on the 49ers to put in work. But I just, something about this Eagles team, um, Jalen Hurts, getting people involved, man. It's different for the Eagles now. Like Carson Wentz was big on relying on a few targets and running the football. But Jalen Hurts, like this dude really is spreading the ball around well. Uh, I'm, I'm impressed. I definitely like him uh, as a quarterback. And they're both looking for a 2-0 start. And the Eagles have a, a very how do you say, similar style to the 49ers. As far as like the playmakers go, the, their weapons go. Like they're kind of similar in a way. Like I, I'd say the 49ers have, you know, with George Kittle and Ayuk, which they haven't used, um, you know, Trey Sermon. Weapons, man, just weapons. And you look at the Eagles and you're like, okay, I know these guys. But I haven't really, you know, seen these guys like this. And you got Devonta Smith, Miles Sanders, Jalen Rieger. Talent. A lot of talent there. And they have some depth. Um, I would be on the Eagles side of this game. And they're only giving you plus three. So that's more of an over-under. And I would say over uh, 49 and a half. That would be the sweet spot. But I like the Eagles to win. Now, if you, if you take them on the money line, it's plus 135. I just think they'll win. I'm not taking them. I'm not betting on them. More, but I do think they'll win the game. For a lot of the reasons I mentioned, they got the better defense, I think. I think you'll see that. Even though the 49ers will put in work, I think you'll see that third down will be that money down. That'll be that'll tell you everything you need to know. Third down, what happens on third down? I think the Eagles get get some stops that really count and get out of there with a win at home. I think it's going to be tough, but I, I think this this is an Eagles team that's built like that. Like this is a good football team, and the 49ers are good. I think you get the over because I think a lot of points get scored. It's going to be hard to stop Hurts. It's going to be hard to stop. Uh, Jimmy G when he gets going but he does start slow okay he doesn't always come out lighting up you know the board so expect him to get a lot of yards but when it comes down to brass tacks I think the Eagles are just in a better position to win this game if you haven't heard about Anchor It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Sounds good, right? There are a lot of places you can host your podcast. Those other podcast hosting sites love to make you pay, thinking they are doing you a favor. Not at Anchor. Folks, this is free. None of Anchor's competitors make distribution 
and monetization as seamless as Anchor does. I predict Anchor to be the face of podcasting in the next five years. If you're an experienced podcaster or a newcomer, doesn't make a difference. Get your show on Anchor today. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Then you got Saints Panthers. In the the Panthers are being overlooked. The Saints are are right where I think they deserve to be as far as the rankings go and everything because that big one over the pack. You know, because they beat up on my pack pretty good. Beat up on my pack pretty good. So they better take that one in. Because you don't get to celebrate that often. You better enjoy that one. But the Panthers, they come out beat the Jets. But I'm just not buying into the hype yet. Beat the Jets, they have a good secondary. <clears throat> really good secondary. But I, I, you know, that 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 looked like a revenge game for Darnold. Um, it looked like a defensive standoff for a little bit, too. So just credit to the Panthers for that win against the Jets last week. but And the credit to the Saints for the win against the Packers. But I think the Saints are too talented and that's what's going to happen they're just going you're just going to see one team that's a system team they're just running plays they're just doing what they know to do and then you have the saints team that just has weapons that are like some of these guys are just ridiculous dude though the way they were just able to really not even be phased by the packers it was pretty impressive you're gonna have that you're going to have Kamara uh, open this game up. He's going to get involved in the receiving game. He's going to get involved in the run game heavy. And then you're going to have Winston, who he loves to throw the ball deep. That's where the Panthers are going to be susceptible at. That's where they're going to end up getting burned is deep because they have corners that can be tested. Uh, McCaffrey, he's good. And I think that He'll play hard against the Saints, but I think the Saints' defense is underrated, and I think they're going to show people, again, that, you know, just like they show Green Bay, that they're actually good defense. I think they would, I think they do win this game pretty easily. And I, and I like the Panthers. I'm not a fan of the Panthers, but I like the Panthers, you know. Look at the Rams versus the Colts. Now, this is a tough game for the Colts. Tough game for the Rams, but tougher game for the Colts. <clears throat> people don't have a lot of faith in the Colts. Like 6% of people on this pick the Colts. 94% of people pick the Rams. So, my interest on the game. Minus 3.5 Rams uh, would need to cover that. So, a little more than a field goal there. I mean, that's, that's doable. But see... It's too early to tell if the Colts' defense is bad or they just got outworked last week. That's that's my like take on this game. Like, this is a game I don't touch. This is a game I don't bet on. 
I picked the Rams, you know, to win on the picks can pick them for the contest. But, you know, as a game, I don't I don't go to the book. I don't bet on this one because I'm not sold yet on the Rams. You beat a Bears team that's not that good. The Colts lost to a team. I mean, I can't say that. That was a bad team. So, it's a little bit of a tough spot. You know, I'm not surprised the Colts lost to Seahawks. Seahawks are a good football team. But now the Colts get to kind of take that in. <clears throat> learn learn kind of a lot oh, from what happened in that game. And then kind of see the Rams coming in, playing a little similar style, similar weapons. And it's almost like they had a whole week extra to get ready for the Rams. So be looking for that. Like, <clears throat> this could be the upside game. Colts could get on track with this game. And they know that. And that's, you know, pro professional athletes know stuff like that. Like, they know when it's time to get, they can get on track, when their opportunity's there. You know, they know all that. And I just think that overall, you probably got just maybe too many weapons on the Rams to stop with Stafford, like throwing the ball the way he is. Carson Wentz, you know, he, he played an okay game, but he still makes the same mistakes. We all know he makes. Holds the ball too long. Um, and he just doesn't get it out quite. He just doesn't get the ball out quick enough. And that's going to come to bite him in this game against the Rams with a real stellar defense. So be looking for the Rams to win this. But pay attention. The Colts are going to show you some heart here. They're not going to roll over. Um, Jonathan Taylor can run the ball well. We'll see what he can do. He's got to bounce back from last week's, you know, under, underperform. But also, you know, you got to take into account that Carson went through the ball, you know, 38 times. And there's just a lot of times in the NFL, look, it's just a passing league. It really is. And the numbers are there to prove it. Then we got the Raiders versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hey, this is a good Steelers defense. Um, Steelers are being overlooked. I don't think they're getting respect here. Minus six. It should be higher than minus six. I think they cover minus six. I do. I think it's, I think it's not an easy cover though. I think it goes, you know, you're, you're gonna be paying attention until the fourth quarter. And then in that fourth quarter, at home, the defense is going to make some plays, and it's going to get the Raiders off their game. The Raiders are a team that they're really, really good at home because of just the crowd getting into it and everything like that. But when they go on the road, it's a different Raiders team, man. Different. And uh, there's some flaws in this Raiders team that Baltimore was able to expose. Roethlisberger is not going to expose the way Jackson was doing it. But in the passing game is what I'm referring to. Because Jax was able to get the Raiders off balance with running it. Roethlisberger's not doing that. He's going to be throwing a lot of darts. And the Steelers are going to use that power run they like to use. And that's where the Raiders are going to 
have a lot of weakness because um, they do struggle to contain the run. So, yeah, I, I like the Steelers to win. Um, they're a solid football team. And, and at home, even when they get down, they're, they're, they're not hanging their heads. And there's a lot of weapons, right? Like, you're talking about a lot of weapons for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Najee Harris running the ball physically, very physically. And Juju Smith-Schuster leading, uh, you know, kind of the, the star right now in the receiving game. But you got Chase Claypool who will make plays. I mean, they have got, they have so many different options because of their style of play. That's why I like the Steelers really because they're just their fun team to watch. So I think you'll enjoy that game. That's a new kickoff. Patriots, Jets. Now, it's easy to say the Patriots will just win this game, but you never know when the Patriots play the Jets. You don't know, you don't really know what's going to happen. So I'm just looking at the Patriots. I'm seeing Mac Jones. And I'm seeing a defense that's looking to kind of cement themselves and have a good outing. And I'm just thinking that the Patriots, Patriots roll here. Like I'm thinking they roll. I don't think this is close. I think the Jets really took a heartbreaker in Carolina. Good win home salty. I don't see the intensity. Good secondary, but I don't see the intensity. And I I think the Patriots cover. I think they win easily. I think they roll. I think it's a lot easier than minus six. Um so that's going to be interesting as well, you know, but I do like the Patriots. I like, I like the Mac Jones is getting the ball out quickly, effectively. Um, Nelson Aguilar's back in the game. You've seen that he's doing well. And then they're able to run, right? They got James White and other different running backs back there that can run the football effectively. And it's a, it's a quality team because the Patriots are really underrated. But you have one of the masterminds in football head coach in Bill Belichick. So it's just hard to go against the Patriots. Hard to go against them. Even on the road, they're not going far. Then we got the Vikings versus the Cardinals. Wow. Okay, the, the guy to look out for in this game is Cardinals receiver Christian Kirk. Huge game last week. Looking for a repeat this week. Um, You got DeAndre Hopkins. Always going to be looking for him. The Vikings will have a good game, though. They'll come into Arizona and play well. I I do believe that. Dalvin Cook's good. Adam Thielen is always getting worked in. He'll he'll get his opportunities. But ultimately, it's the Cardinals game to lose. You know what I mean? Like, I think they win this game handily. I think the Vikings defense is just so many injuries right now. It's just going to be hard for them to, in the, when the game gets going in the thick of it on the road, inexperienced defense. I, I, I can't side with that. I think you're getting an easy line there with minus three and a half on Arizona. You've seen what they did to Tennessee. No one's seen that coming. No one was telling you that. So there you go. You got, Arizona minus three and a half. They're going to win that game. I don't think it'll be 
close after the second half. I think then the Cardinals will find their their guys. And um, Kyler Murray is just a talented quarterback, man. Just talent. He's a, he's a real gem out there. Then you got the Falcons, Bucks. Should be easy for the Bucks. I mean, Falcons, they, they're going to play tough on the road. But it's also a team that's not a, they're not all there. They're still using, you know, you still got Matt Ryan at quarterback. Um, you have a run game that's anemic. And I, I just think that in the passing game that the Buccaneers are going to have them figured out. You got minus 12 and a half Buccaneers to cover is what the book said. It's a lot of points to cover. That's a lot of shade on Atlanta after a very disappointing week one where they came out flat. And I think that I do, I think they get flattened here. I think they come into Tampa Bay. I think they get flattened. I think Tampa Bay is just too good for this team. And I don't see Atlanta's defense being this immovable, uh, force. There's just no way. You got Antonio Brown and Leonard Fournette. Um, Jackson the third. You really haven't even got to see him. And the defense for the Buccaneers is stout. They'll bend, but they don't break. Cowboys versus the Chargers. Gonna be close. It's gonna be a lot of points scored. Cowboys like to air it out with Dak. Um, Ezekiel Elliott. I don't expect a lot, a ton of like rushing from him in this game. I think the Chargers rushing defense will hold up. I think this will be a, a air raid on both sides. You're gonna see a shootout. I think the Chargers get the better of that. I think they'll win that game at home. Um, and the LA Chargers are, they're, they're a good team with Herbert at quarterback. Then you got a, Interesting, uh, Cowboys team, man. With, with Prescott there, the, their defense is banged up pretty good. So I just see a lot of points raining in. Uh, we'll get through these next two here. Titans, uh, versus Seahawks. A lot of people are on the Titans. Look, go back to week one. Look what they did. Until they, until they show me something different. I'm on the Seahawks who showed me what they can do in week one. Uh, they showed me a lot went on going on the uh, road there, going to Indy and getting a win. So I like the Seahawks in this game. I wouldn't be playing the spread. I won't be playing over under. Uh, this would be another game I don't touch. I just like the Seahawks to win. That'd be my, my pick if I, if I was betting, uh, the line, uh, has really, really been kind of jostled. At minus 280. So there's just nothing there for me to bet on in that game. So I just think the Seahawks win. They beat the Titans. I like Tannehill. I like Derrick Henry. I like all that. But this is Seahawks defense that is is pretty stout themselves. And they're in for a grind of like they're more of a grinding team um, this year. Then you got the Chiefs and the Ravens. Great game. I mean, that's going to be, that's going to be a banger. Uh, 7.20 p.m. Sunday Night Football. Kansas City versus the Ravens. And what do you like about Kansas, what do you not like about Kansas City right now? 
after that win against the Browns, where they were getting beat up pretty good, and then they come back and, and just just flex on the Browns. What don't you like about them? So yeah, give me uh, give me uh, the Chiefs in that one. I think the Ravens make it really interesting at home. Lamar Jackson, all that jazz, but the defense, I don't think they'll hold up, man. I don't think that defense is going to hold up. Not the same. Early on, yes. Later on, no. Second half, not. They're not holding up. Too many weapons on the Chiefs, man. You got too many weapons. You got Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, then they got... You know, the running backs, they, they, they haven't really, really been able to feature the running backs like they want, but they will. And uh, I don't know if it'll be in this game specifically, but they will. And I, and I think that you'll see some some of that. And then the Ravens, you know, it's just it's running back by committee. It's just going to be tough against the Chiefs defense that is pretty solid all around. So then... Uh, Last game, Monday Night Football. My favorite team, Green Bay Packers. How do I go against them? I'm a homer for the Packers. So, uh, I think the Packers beat the Lions handily. I think Rodgers is going to come out fired up. Uh, Detroit's best cornerback is out. Um, defense is not what it appears to be. I do think Detroit's offense can move the ball against Packers. Uh, just because Packers' defense is going to be without some pieces, but... Overall, this is a points game. Play the points if you're if you're doing anything here. But expect Rodgers to come out fired up and and hitting his targets this week. Um getting the ball out quick and then that he's gonna beat the Lions. And it might not start out the way you think. Um on the on the Packers bandwagon, but it'll it'll get it'll carry you through. So ladies and gentlemen, NFL week two pregame wrapped up gonna drop in your favorite podcast feed favorite podcatcher apple itunes spotify pretty much everything anywhere you Preston super show is not tell me and i'll get it up there email me your questions i'll read them out on the show Preston Super Show at Yahoo.com. Don't forget to check out oddmanout.ninja. It's my website I put together for sports, for sports betting, fun. And just like the hands of time, I'm turning it over to you. Good night, everyone.